welcome back to the Low Bottom High Rise podcast. Today, I have got somebody super special, a contestant on season 39 Survivor, Nora Salmon. She's going to dig in and tell you guys, like, what is that like? What is it like to be a female participant on Survivor? How she ended up getting on Survivor, what she was doing leading up to that journey, what she's been doing ever since. Let's dig in with the one and only Nora Salmon. Let's again. Let's okay, sounds started. great. I'm Woo! so excited that you're Thanks here. Thanks for having I'm... me. Yes. You do this every week. That's every a lot. Week. It and is. You find someone no matter what. And then I know some sometimes it's just your content too. Yeah. Yeah. I try to do, yeah. you know, a guest and then a solo, a guest and then a solo because there's so much that I want to share. But I also love, I mean, speaking with people like you just yeah. lights me up. It sets my soul on fire. And, you know, like you said, it's like, how do you, where do the people come from? I feel yeah. like when it's the work you're supposed to be doing in the world, which I knew this was like something I was supposed to do, mm. it just works, right? Wow. Like the doors wow. open up, the connections yeah. happen. I mean, you and I met so kind of randomly, right? Yes. Through I don't Greg. even remember how. It was how? through Greg. Greg. Oh, because you, like, you, you works on lesson? you. He's yeah. amazing. He's amazing. So he's my son. My son's like a high level baseball player, uh, oh. basketball player. And he really works with my son, Finn, who's 14 as his physio, which I know you and I are super passionate about like that kind, that just that realm. Right. Right, So like working with a, I mean, this is a side tangent, right? So Greg is a, like, he's not a trainer, right? Like most people are like, I got to get my kid a trainer or I got to get a trainer, but Mm -hmm. getting somebody like a physio to get your body right Mm-hmm. and aligned mm-hmm. and balanced so mm-hmm. much more important and i feel like we don't do enough of that as adults no. or for our children so greg introduced us so i can't wow. remember how greg knows you okay so i'm going to tell you cuz then it makes sense i was going to ask you how you know jesse seitzler yes yes this all comes together so i did that event 29029 oh he had an gosh. event in vermont uh stratton vermont last year yeah. it was in october so um Long story short, I, I, I saw a lot of advertisements for it and I saw Jesse promoting it. Yeah. And so I just took a stab at it. I sent a message like they're like, it said sold out on every event. Yeah. I sent a message and, and I sent it everywhere. Message through the website, called, emailed, like I just hit them all up. Yeah. And the guy was like, um, you know, we had some people come out, but like he put me through, you know, and usually there's like a whole list and there's a lot of people anyway. So that event's like $5,000. And I was like, you know, I want to do something unique and, and yes. also get into a different network of people. Yeah. So when I did this event, I did not train because I'm a psycho. People had trained <laughs> one to two years for this event because oh it was gosh. originally canceled in COVID. So people that should have done it in 2020 are now doing it in 2022. So I'll tell you, Moira, I've never hiked a mountain in my life. Oh I gosh. did not own hiking shoes. I did not have hiking poles. I went to a Dick Sporting Goods the night the day before and bought all this stuff yes. and literally was on that mountain the next day. And oh I did that event and I actually finished it in 17 hours. Like you have 36 hours to do it. And um, I'll tell people. you like, thanks. And like <laughs> that first hike, 
I was with the men. I, we did it in like 30 minutes. And I was like, holy crap. I can't believe I just did that because yeah. I've never hiked that. So elevation. it's equipped. So I kind of know what this event is, right? Because yes. I love everything Jesse does. I'm always paying attention and talk about yeah. like tapping into a circle of people that's just living life on fire. Like, a t- And he was there doing the event too. That yeah. was really awesome. I mean, yeah. such a, such an incredible human being on every level. So yeah. am I, am I right in saying it's the equivalent to climbing Everest, but you're going yes. up and down, up and down, yes. up and down right? 29029 is the feet in elevation that you're yeah. climbing. They give you 36 hours to complete. It's on that, uh, on that event, it was 17 lengths of that straight up mountain, 17. So, Insane. you know, you have 36 hours and most people, you know, they might do 10 lengths and then yeah. maybe like take a break, then go back. But some, I know two people that were in my tent, they did not stop. They did not sleep. They just kept oh going and going because that was o- the only way they were going to finish on time. Yeah. And I was the complete opposite. I used the seven, you know, I climbed it in 17 hours. Yeah. I'm like the hair. I, I, I go fast and I do it. And then I like ate dinner for three hours with a group of people. And then I, I slept for six hours. And by the way, I showered more than any person there because oh I'm like, I could be on Survivor and like live without anything. Yeah. But I shower in the morning, I shower at night, no matter what. And yes. even though the bathrooms are like on the complete other side of the, <laughs> the, the property, I was going with my Louis bags, my Louis duffels, oh my going to the other side, you know, showering, changing, you know, yes. whatever. And there's a sign-in sheet and I'm like, oh, I'm the first one here. And then I was like, I'm like one of five people that came this morning. And then I, literally, I think most people did not shower until oh my gosh, they were I'm done. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I really yeah. know you're my type of people. Cause I always say, I'm like, I want to camp, I, not, well, not camp. I want to hike. I want to get muddy. I want to sweat. I want to get dirty. But like, then I want to go to a spa and a really nice bed. In a really we did that hotel. the next day. Yes. I went with a group of girls that like do a lot yeah. of online, uh, products and yeah. they also have podcasts. They also like yeah. very, like our kind of people. Yes. One of those girls, she was in my tent she had COVID. She gave oh us God. all COVID. At oh the no. Spa. Oh it geez. took me two weeks to recover oh, from that. But it's, God. it's our own fault. You drive down your immune system doing that kind of right. event. Like that oh, event, you're burning absolutely. so many calories. Every time you take a turn up the mountain, you're like stuffing your face yeah, with whatever yeah, you can digest sure. and without <laughs> like being like, well, and oh my God. to keep going. Yeah. Yes. That is so cool. So we know yeah. each other through Greg, through Jesse. Well, oh, what I people. meant to say is Greg, without him, I could not have finished that event because yeah. at some point my hip locked up yeah. and I was like, my body was, I was just like banging my hip, like, yeah. yo hip, let's go. If it weren't for him, I, I definitely worked with him 30 minutes twice during that event. Yeah. And because of him, I was able to do as well yeah. as I did. He's a miracle worker. Yeah, I mean, I have seen him he take like, me insanely high level athletes that are injured in an, like in a tournament or in an event that cannot finish wow. and them aside and does the body work needed and puts them back in the game. That's like, exactly what happened to me. Yeah. And such rewarding work. He's so cool. Well, let's yeah. go back. Okay. okay. So let's start from the beginning. Who let's the heck it. are you? What's your oh. story? <laughs> you were on season, what season was it of a survivor? Season 39 of survivor. It came out the year before COVID. It filmed in the spring of 2019. Our season came out in the fall. The finale happened right before Christmas. And then boom, lockdown in spring of the next year. Wow. So season 40 was after mine. That aired in the spring of 2020. And that was all returning winners. So then there was a two-year hiatus where, you know, there was nothing being produced. So a lot of people in COVID found 
me found my season yeah. and also it, and i think now it's on netflix because before you so used awesome. to only be able to get it on cbs on the app or something like yeah. that or you know yeah so I now it's like a lot more accessible netflix. <laughs> so that's awesome right? that it's on netflix yeah yeah so how what's the backstory here how how the heck yes. do you end up on survivor Ooh. all right so um I'll tell you this. I was living in DC when I first started applying for Survivor, but I'm a big believer that the world calls what it needs of you. Yes. And in my daily life, whether it was a friend, whether it was a stranger, they'd be like, you'd be great on Survivor. And I'm like, what's Survivor? You know, or yeah. actually I, 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 I did know of it, but not to the point where everyone else did. Yeah. And actually a girl on the first season, Colleen Haskell was from my high school. So the only oh, reason cool. I knew about Survivor is I knew we had a girl at our school that had been on the show. Um, so anyway, I, I, people kept telling me that. So at the time I'm in DC, I I've had, I've had my own practice. I've been licensed as a CPA since I was 21 years old. This I is went like out- the coolest because when I found that out about you, I was like, wait a second. I thought she was just like a not just, but like a yeah, fitness I badass. Yeah. Like I thought Thank that you. was your profession. And then yeah. I was like, holy crap. Like you've got this whole other side. Mm-hmm. That's a CPA. I just yes. love that dichotomy too. So, okay, go ahead. So You're yeah. The- and I'll, so I guess I'll explain where I came from and like, it will ex- explain why I want to do survivor and how that yeah. came to me. But you know, I'm a CPA living in DC. I, and I can relate to a lot of your story like, I know you talked about how you had, you know, I think a lot of women go through, you know, eat, disordered eating of some sort. And I yeah. think everyone has coping mechanisms, you know, people, some people it's recreational drugs, some people it's prescription drugs, some people it's promiscuous sex, some people yeah. it's, you know, we all have like, kind of like our support systems, our addictions. Yeah. And um, I'll say like being a CPA, I, I'm a very like you dynamic, energetic person. So to sit at a desk and that yeah. was how it really was back then you know, eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner at your desk. Like there were a lot of times where I would get kind of stressed or, you know, it's a very high stress profession, I would say, because you're taking on the financial concerns of so many people and they're looking to you for that support and those answers. And, uh, you have to be at your desk. Like you have to bill hours. Like you're like an attorney basically. So I did at the time I was a, like, I was a serial runner and mm-hmm. a cereal eater, you know, and I, you know, you think you're eating healthily and you think it, it's just like, you're in this vicious cycle. Yeah. So anyway, um, but what I, I wanted to go, like, I already see yeah. whatever you want to call it, God, universe, whatever, uh-huh. whatever your belief system is. Yeah. I already see how cool that is to like, use this thing. That's a str- kind of a struggle for you, even though you yeah. love numbers and that profession. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, me, let me use this as the catalyst to get her doing in the world. What like she's born to do. You know, interesting. Yes. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So it's like, um, you need, it's like the, you know, caterpillar bursting through the cocoon. Like yes. you have to go through that struggle to get to that greatness in a way. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, so yeah. So for me, it was, I want to escape this. I want to escape the computer, the cell phone, the schedule. And, uh, like I had my own practice at 25 because when I saw what they were billing me out at, per hour. And I realized no one's checking my work. I was like, let me just go direct to the client. So I started going direct to firms, direct to clients. I got a lot of, everything was word of mouth. I never promoted anything. So So when I heard about entrepreneur at heart, right. You're like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll explain why like too, but you know, I came, I came to this realization, like I need to get out of here. So when I heard survivors, Oh, 40 days. Oh, no phone, no computer. 
And uh, it's like an adult summer camp because also for me, like I loved going to school from when I was a kid to college because you're around your peers, you're around similar people. They live in the same area. Like to go to college, you have to have similar credentials, similar IQ or testing or, you know, what what brought you to that area. You have a lot of commonality with these people, same age, same stage of life. Then you get thrown into the world and you're like, where are my people? So I, I felt very lonely. Like I'm young, I'm a female in a profession where it's a lot of older, yeah, you know, men. And yeah. I, I felt like I'm not around my peers and I'm not trying to go to these corporate giants like JP Morgan or, you know, PWC and all these big, you know, Arthur Anderson, all the, you know, these are the old accounting firms. Like I didn't want to go and be a cog yeah. in, in the wheel of the machine. Right. So um, anyway, so Survivor to me was get me the heck out of here. I want to be an adult summer camp leave the world and go back to like the basics, like sun, earth, water, wind, fire, life. Like that, that was why I I didn't care. I would have paid them the money to go on that show. Yeah. Yeah. How cool is that though? Because everyone else at 25 is just like, most are just getting their fill, like you said, with their addictions, but like partying or in the bars. And it's like, you were way ahead of the game at such a young age. It's like you want that outlet, but you're Mm. not looking for it where 99% of the world's looking for it, you know? So it's funny you like picked up on that because I have never honestly been drunk in my life. I've been a little tipsy. I went through college without drinking. Um, When I turned 21, I was like drinking a Smirnoff ice. I drank like a third of it and kept diluting it with water. So people (laughs) thought I was drinking. Right. Like I don't like the taste of alcohol. Yeah. So- um, I've never done weed in my life. I've never done any so type admirable. of drug, not even a prescription drug, you know? That's so awesome. Thank you. So I'm a, I'm a real purist and that can be hard sometimes, but, um, yeah, to, to your point, fitness has always been my go-to, but I've also learned now, you know, that's the yang. Now I'm learning more of like the breathing, the yes. relaxing, the guy like Greg, who stretches you out, yes. you know, I'm doing a lot more of the taking naps, making, I always make sure I get at least eight hours of sleep. Like I'm doing more of the chill stuff that I didn't do before. Like I used to burn out to the point and then you go on vacation, right? Like you kill yourself to the point where now I have to do yoga and I I hurt myself. So I can't even work out. Like, I know I feel like I just like dropped, I I somehow probably COVID like slowly crept, like the pounds are creeping on. And like, I got really intentional in May and I was like, okay, I'm not comfortable in my body. And so like, I was able to drop like those eight pounds that just were like not comfortable. And everyone's like, how'd you do it? And I was like, well, I started sleeping more. I started drinking more water and I started doing more yoga, (laughs) you know, because truly that's what our bodies need. You know, it's like the workout, the hardcore workouts, that's going to always happen for me. I'm always going to be in the gym going Mm -hmm. hard at least a few Mm -hmm. days a week. But Mm -hmm. what has always been normal is more like six days a week. And it's like, my body was like, no, 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 we need to go the other route, you know, and focus on rest and restoration and recovery in exactly the same place. I I would say a crazy mind needs crazy things. Yeah. So when this is spinning wheels, you're like, yes, you know, but, and then what, then it's like, you're this whole vicious cycle. Yeah. 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 It's like when you go hard in the gym, then you're kind of eating hard, then you're, you're doing everything hard. Right. And it's like, the answer is actually to soften. Yeah. To kind of, yeah. Pull back. I love that. Yeah. So tell me about survivor. I want to hear all about it. Like what was your experience? Oh my gosh. I mean, let me tell you, I'll say this. Um, you know, I came here to the U S 
I'm originally from London. Um, I'm born and raised there till I was 10. My parents are Lebanese and we were illegal immigrants that came here. Okay. We came wow. here on vacation. Our parents told us we're going on holiday to the U S oh and, my God. You know, like, like they didn't tell us cause you can't, you know, when you get interviewed and you're crossing through, they're going to yes. ask you, what are you doing? Why are you going to the U S and you know, what are you going there for? Blah, blah, blah. So I know what it's like, you know, I've seen my parents go from riches to rags a few times and yeah. we grew up like growing up, we would go window shopping, you know, our, like I remember for Christmas, sometimes getting a gift that's like this small and I could have bought it at the dollar store, yeah. you know, like we went through some hard times and obviously it's expensive to grow up in London. But I think for me, like becoming such an entrepreneur and, you know, even wanting to become a CPA, it wasn't because my heart wanted it. Yeah. My mind said, my parents were never good with money. If right. I don't understand it, if I don't study, if I don't know it inside and out, I'm going to follow in their footsteps. Yeah. So that's literally why I went into that profession, which is logical, but my heart is, I actually wanted to study nutrition. I wanted yeah. to, you know, do something in that world. But when I did the numbers, you're like, well, I don't want to be a dietitian. Right. You know, when you go through it, you're like, how am I going to make yeah. a living off that? Yep. But now we've learned, I mean, I've learned the two most powerful industries are money related yep. and health related because Absolutely. if you don't have money in health, you can't optimally live yeah. your life. Yeah. Right. And when you, I mean, I've been to, I've been around people that are praying. I've gone to churches. I'm not religious, but I, I like to experience different, yeah. you know, uh, philosophies and what people follow. And when you look at what people are praying for, it's health, it's their families, Always. it's yeah. money. It's like, these always are the, the things. two biggest things. Yeah, for sure. Well, I always teach contrasting clarity and it's so interesting when I teach it because it's such a like, whoa, like this, mm -hmm. you know, aha moment. But like, mm -hmm. I see that already in so much you've shared. It's like, you see the contrast of like, this is what I don't like. This is what mm -hmm. is uncomfortable, you know, struggling with money. So for you though, you were able to go clarity moment. Like, this is where I'm going to go. This is the direction mm -hmm. I'm going to pursue. Mm -hmm. And it takes people, sometimes people never get that lesson in their entire life, you know, wow, because it's wow. like, they just stay stuck in it. They stay stuck yeah. in the cycle or the, you know, if the family that's overweight and unhealthy and they can't kind of pull themselves out, but to say like, no, what a gift, like what a gift that you oh, were given that, that experience to be mm. able to go, that's not what I want. I want this mm. instead, you know? If you're looking for some more in-depth training on mindset practices and how to create your vision, how to reverse engineer your goals, how to craft your morning process, all of the things that I'm super passionate about, you guys, the Rise Up course is where it's at. It is literally my lifetime, my mind in a course, every single tip, strategy, and hack that you could possibly ask me about is in this course. So jump into the show notes right below and you'll see the link for the Rise Up course and my Rise Up planner, and you guys can rise up with us. And yeah, just so freaking cool that you were able to have this job, but then also pursue your heart and your passion for health and wellness, you know, with something kind of on the side, but you've also grown into that yeah. with how your career is developed. Yeah. So I would say like, that is what brought me to Miami is as a CPA, I felt like yeah, I'm running all this and I'm eating healthily, but you don't feel your best. So when I would go on vacation to Miami, I didn't know what South Beach was. I just knew it's a two hour flight. It's a walkable area. All the hotels are like this and you know, it's beautiful people. It's sexy. And I was like, I want to go here. So I, from 21 years old, every year 
I just kept coming here and I felt so good. I felt so yeah. relaxed. And I, I started looking at what people were doing, you know, some are fasting, they're eating a lot more fruits and vegetables. And, you know, you just, I felt like they know something I don't know. Yeah. So it was actually when I moved here where I said, I'm jumping all in on this because I'm tired of feeling sick and tired. Yeah. I'm going to come here. My girlfriend at the time said, I just got out of a serious relationship at the time. And she's like, look, go to Miami. Like DC is not going anywhere. Yeah. And so I moved here and I, that's when I got, so the story is I got really into my own health. I got very lean. People saw my transformation. I had a really good girlfriend who said, please help me. And this girl, she can't, she comes from a lot of money. She's a trust fund kid. People have seen her with any trainer she wants, any food she wants. I mean, literally anything she wants, she can have it. So when they saw her shift, they said, how did you go from here to here? She said, talk to Nora. So that got me into health and wellness because people don't, I've learned in DC, it's more like, what's your degree? You know, what's your background and like the credentials. But I've learned now, and we see that in entertainment all the time. It's like, if you make me happy and laugh, like I don't even care who you, who or right. what you are. Yeah. And it, the same is going in coaching now. It's like, if you get all these people results, yeah. I don't care what you are. Yes. Like you got this result. Like I want to work with you. And so that's, well, and that's what got me into that world. Life results, right? Like a real life, like you went through this mm. process, right? Mm-hmm. Versus getting the degree, being the person with the head knowledge, but not necessarily that's the true. actual real life experience. I mean, I believe real life experience in Mm. anything is so Mm. much more valuable than, you know, the credentials behind your name. It's like, that's what people want in this day and age. And we can learn anything now. I mean, it's kind of, this day and age is just mind blowing. It's mind blowing. It's a little overwhelming. It's a little noisy. Cause then you have to think like, what do I want to listen to? You got carnivore here. You got vegan, right? You've got like, it's always like black, white, you know, this end, that end. And in my opinion, I always say it's best to take the best out of everything. It's like, look at all of religions and take the best things out of each religion. Every diet, take the best out of every diet. You know, you know, I try to do that. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. Okay. So survivor dig into that. I want to hear about that. Yeah. So, um, I would say when you do survivor, you see how uh, shielded people are from really feeling mm-hmm. their feelings physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Yeah. So, you know, you can tell, like we had, a, we had a lawyer, we had a guy that we had a few lawyers, actually two lawyers. Wow. We had uh, a guy in education. We had a guy who's an entertainment, uh, representative, um, we had a, a few teachers, like we actually had pretty, you know, a lot of, but we also had some athletes too. And the thing is, it's interesting, like the strengths of an athlete versus the strengths of like the lawyer, obviously like the lawyer, he can be more composed. He knows how to talk, uh, better, but then the athlete, he, he might be more sociable and more relatable and, yeah. um, you know, they're obviously going to do better in physical challenges. They're more helpful in that aspect of work. So I think for me, I'm a more well-rounded player. Like I am physical, I am intellectual. And I, as a business owner, you have to know how to deal with people and all kinds of people. Right. Yeah. So, um, I felt like I had all the skills to do very well in that versus, you know, I've seen, there were grown men that cried in the rain. Like it, it rains on you. I I'm wearing, (laughs) <laughs> um, a cotton underwear. It's not even a bikini. Yeah. And you know, we're sleeping at night in a, in a shitty shelter. I, they used to call it the shelter. I said, this is the helter. This is, <laughs> this is not a shelter. Right. And the thing is 
what you see when you're out there is it's just a reflection of life. So you see, wow, these people are like so sheltered in that they don't know how to deal with being in this environment. And then they're building a shelter based on how they saw it on TV. So right. I said, why are we doing it this way? They're like, well, this is how they do it. And these are super fans from Survivor. So I'm coming in it like an entrepreneur, fresh eyes. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't been here before. So I'm looking at it with a different perspective. These guys have been watching 20 years of Survivor. They're right. like, well, you build a shelter like this. And then we make the, the beams like this. I go, guys, why are we sleeping on this hard bamboo? It's hard. It's not easy. Yeah. Like, why are we doing this? So I was the first person sleeping on the beach, on the sand. I said, oh, this is wow. even, it's soft. And then yeah. by the end of the season, everyone was sleeping on the sand. But that's the problem is like to be first to market, to, to be yes. open-minded, it's isolating. So you, in, in the beginning, I did, I, stick to, I stuck out from the group because everyone is so in the real world is so willing to fit in. Mm-hmm. They're willing to like sacrifice how they feel, how they think yes, everything, yes. but they just want to fit in. Yep. And so I was the opposite. Like, I was telling them like, yo guys, like no one's picking up sticks of wood, pick up coconuts on your walk. Like, why are y'all being so lazy? Yeah. Everyone's sitting around talking game. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, we can't like survive out here if no one's lifting a finger, but it's also group think. Everyone has this false sense of safety because you're in a group, but if everyone's not doing anything, you're, you know, you're you're in trouble and you need a leader and on Survivor being a leader too soon is a threat or it's just, they don't, it's yeah. not welcomed. Yeah. Gosh. So I oh was a gosh. big personality on there. They've not had a big personality like me. I mean, they, they've had the email too, like, right? Like that's different. Yeah. If I was Tony Robbins talking right. the way I do. Oh, everybody would be, be listening. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Wait, if it's a woman. Oh yeah. Watch like, out. It's a threat. Yeah, absolutely. Especially yeah. when it's publicized, right? Especially when this is aired, it's like, there's a real struggle of power there. I'm sure. I'm sure. What yeah. an amazing yeah. experience. I loved it. I will do it tomorrow. I mean, I loved just being immersed in like how we used to be like, okay. Yeah. You know how we talk about grounding in our everyday lives. You never didn't ground out. There. Right. You're always walking around barefoot because you want to save your socks and shoes, you know, they yeah. get wet or, you know, and, um, you know, you're walking around barefoot in mud, in sand, you're laying down on the ground. You're, I mean, you're constantly grounding. So you're constantly yeah. connected to the earth. You're watching the sunrise, you're watching the sunset. The best skill I picked up from being on Survivor is you become so present because there's no clock. Mm, and right. even the crews can't show you their watches. Like everything's covered up. So all you have is the sun to give you an indication. And then at night, there's a lot of, hap- there's a lot happening. There's game talk, there's tribal council. There's all these things. You're like, it could be three in the morning. It could be five in the morning. Wow. I'm sure there were some nights you went to bed at five in the morning and then took a nap for three hours and woke up again. Like you're just so present. And I, that's, I, ins- that's the that's best amazing. skill I got from that. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. What a gift. What a gift. I mean, I, it's even hard for me to just, you're talking about like not knowing what time it is. I'm like, it sounds so silly, but I'm like, but wait, you didn't have cell phones or internet, right? Duh, obviously. But like, I don't think anyone in today's society yeah we can't even wrap our heads around what that would feel like for us anymore. You know, what it would be like to not have a cell phone and not have internet. Like, yeah, you can't be like, Hey Google, like is this poisonous for me to eat? Like I have diarrhea. What should I do to fix it? You know, Hey mommy, this guy was mean to me today. What should I do? And you're on your own into so much of your soul, like so much of your intuition, so much of your own mind. And, 
and that's true. becoming Intuition. so much more dependent on yourself versus yeah. Google, right? Or other people. Right. Yeah. Right. And just like, let me smell this. Let me taste this. Yeah. Let me see if my body likes it versus, you know, looking at these generalities, is it good or bad right. for you? And that goes back for me, that goes right back to what we were talking about with nutrition mm. and like picking out kind of what is the best of the best with like nutrition, you know, formulas or diets or whatever we want to call them. I always think, and this is kind of how I like shot up through entrepreneurship was I was like massive studying all these different, you know, big wigs in the world. And I was like, okay, that fits. And that piece fits from them. And Mm. that piece fits from them. Mm. And then let me take these pieces from all the people and implement them kind of into what works for me and what works for in my system versus, you know, textbook, let me copycat what this person is doing. And I always say that with nutrition, like I'm a big intermittent faster, but I'm also Mm. a huge believer in like, it absolutely might be the wrong thing for you. You know, it's like, you got to try it on for size Yeah, at different points in your life. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. nutritionally too, there's been times where I'm like, I need, I need more protein. I need more red meat. And then there's seasons of my life where I'm like, that doesn't align for me right now. Mm, and and mm-hmm. not that I am necessarily like going all the way to being a vegan, but like, yeah. let me, let me take this out. And we're such extremists and you and I also have that personality, right? You and I are extremists, but, <laughs> yes, but learning to live in the middle, you know, yeah. instead of saying like, I can't ever have a bite of meat because this is who I am. And this is my identity I've created. It's like, because you don't, because you have a bite of meat doesn't change your character. It doesn't change yeah. your anything. You know, it's like just kind of taking off the rules sometimes. I, because, it's so crazy. You're saying yeah. this. I was just telling a friend, like, I, I feel like we, we cling onto I, our identity so tightly yes. that there isn't enough room to, you know, kind yeah. of experiment. It's like, we, we think of things as like right, wrong, good, yes. bad. And, um, I mean, when you release that, there's like the natural, like what you really are, who you really are, your core. Yes. And I think like, we don't realize how much we live for others. Yes. And I think that's another thing I learned from Survivor too. It's like, you don't realize how much people are so stuck in that, that they can't even operate in a way that's truest and best for themselves. Right. Right. A hundred percent. I mean, I think about that, especially if we go back to like our younger years, it's like, we attach ourselves to these friends that we mm-hmm. think we should fit into their crowd or we think we're we're like trying to be like, like you said earlier, we're trying to be like yeah. everybody else. And then yes. all of a sudden you wake up and fit you're in. like, yeah. you're like, I, I don't even know who I am. And yeah. why doesn't my life feel richer and fuller? It's like, well, because you're mm. hanging out with people that aren't necessarily who you are because you don't even know who you are, you know? Oh my God. I love what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've never been married. And I look forward to getting married. And I always say, people need to take a self-actualization test first. And only if they are both self-actualized can they then get get married. Because at least you know who you are, you know who you are, and you are actually signing up for who you are. Yes. Versus someone, a lot of people don't know who they are and they sign up for each other. And then they're having, it's really difficult to be in a relationship when you can barely be yes. in a relationship with yourself to get yes. to that point, like you're 100%. saying. A hundred percent. Wow, oh I gosh. love this. Yes. This is a really yes. good topic so right good. here. So good. So what are you doing now? Like, where did you go yes. from Survivor? You Yeah, you, let's talk about that. You did your, you still have, you're still doing your financial stuff, right? But there's other things happening. I do everything. That's I why, know, maybe I that's why I'm it. single. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'll say this. Uh, Survivor, 
I was final three. I was the final female. I won the last physical challenge where I got to pick who went to the end. And I, I, I definitely felt at the time, like I lost that million, but I learned a lot. And you know, the lesson doesn't end until you learn it. And I'm mm-hmm. still learning this lesson because I'm experiencing it even here in my life. There are going to be people that are nasty, that are disgruntled, that are jealous, that are upset, and they inflict their pain on you. And yeah. I've always been the one that like, it's like, if, I, if I'm the lifeguard and you're like that too, it's like, I will save you. I'm strong yes. enough. And it's like, but they can pull you down. And for me, 100%. I could have won that money, but I let those people like roast me at the end. And it was crazy because we were, t- we had 10 jurors that vote for the winner. Seven of them were women. I'm the only woman up there. How come the women didn't band together and say, D-? Yeah. and I had a, I had a really good game, but I also had, I had trouble verbalizing my game. So that's another thing. Mm. One, I have to not be affected by other people and their emotions and where they're at. And like, cause you absorb that. I, I'm right. an, an empath. I, I absorb that. Yeah. And then I get obliterated. So that's one. And two is, you know, when we work for ourselves, we don't say I did this today. Ding, ding. Right. Like this is how I did it. And, you know, we don't ask answer to anybody versus everyone answers to a boss or a colleague yeah. or a team. So that was a difficult thing for me to explain how I did things and why I did them yes. and how it all came together. So at the end of the day, super people, hard for me. There was a, a fan that said, Nora was a poem, but they couldn't read, you know, <laughs> she was a song, but they couldn't hear, you know, it's like, I, I, I didn't know that. how to verbalize what yeah. I did. So um, that was, a, I'll just tell you this, like, that was hard to get out of that experience. And it's like, you think about that money, you're like that million, right? And what I was going to do with it. But you know what? It's funny. I, I had a family member ask me, what would you, what are you going to do with a million if you win it? Cause up yeah. until the finale, you don't know how many votes you get. You don't know if you won, but I had a feeling that uh, one of the guys had won and I knew who it was. So I wrote a list and I ended up doing the same list without that. Yeah. I still did it. Yes. Like I, I said, I want to, I want to create new flavors of my bars. I want to buy a Rolex. Like I, I want to do it like God, certain I love things it. like yeah. that I never did for myself that you feel like you've given yourself permission now that you had a million. I was like, I'm going to move back to Miami. I'm going to, no, 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 no. I just did everything, everything on that list. It it's been done. So you don't need, sometimes you think you need this thing outside yeah. of yourself to be able to do something. And really the doing the something is to get some sort of feeling. Yes. So it's like, okay, you want to feel valuable or you feel want to feel valuable to the world. So me yeah. having all those flavors come out. Um, you can feel valuable Miami. today, right? Like yeah. that was literally last week's podcast. Yes. It's like you, everything we want, everything we aspire to get is just because yes. of the feeling behind it, just like you said. Yes. And yes. like, you can choose to feel that feeling today, right now. Right. Right. Abundance. Yeah. Loved. Yeah. Worthy. Successful. Status. Yeah. Meaningful. Absolutely. Revered. Yeah. I love what you said that you went and got everything on that list, regardless of the income, because Tony Robbins teaches this. He's like, everyone thinks they don't have the resource to get them to where they want to oh, go. Right. Like they don't have enough mm-hmm. time or they don't have enough money or they don't have the right contacts. And he's like the ultimate That's true. resource. I think that way. Yeah. Yeah. The ultimate resource is being resourceful. Like if you can yeah. be resourceful, you know, and, and find a way regardless uh-huh. of the money, regardless of that million dollar check and figure it out anyway, like that's, that's where you're going to be successful. That's yeah. So, you know what? And that's, what's neat as an entrepreneur. Yeah. And I think for me on survivor that, that really helped me because you can look at something and be like, Oh, I can eat that. So at the end of last year, I said, 
I, I can't, DC was really challenging in COVID. And I know we all have our views about COVID and stuff. And the thing is, at the end of the day, we're human. I want to be able to hug people, mm-hmm. you know, be next to others. I want to breathe fresh air. Yeah. I, you know, like I live a very healthy life. So when the things that are healthy, that are part of my daily life yeah. are being compromised and put off limits, I had a very hard time with that. So I tried to stay in DC. I originally moved back to DC because I, it was 2017. I had lived in Miami for four years, but as an entrepreneur, I had put a lot of money in my nutrition bar business. Yeah, Everything's self-funded. I don't have partners. I don't have investors. It's, this is all me, everything, the creations, everything. So when I was investing all these things, my parents said, just come home for a year. A year turned into two. Yeah. Then I went on Survivor for a year. And then we were in COVID. So I was there four years. And yeah. um, at the end of last year, I said, I had bought a place. I had renovated. I had put 100K into it. I had done all this stuff. And I'm the kind of person, that's the thing. I'm willing to dismantle, leave. And I I could be in a relationship with a guy two years, but I'm not going to say sunk cost as I've been in this relationship for two years. I can say, not for me, not for me. And also if we're evolving, things should eventually not fit for you anymore, right? I totally agree with that. Yes. So then you went so back. So I Miami. said, I'm out of here. Yeah. Literally, I came to, I, I was here for uh, my birthday and I never came back. I was yeah. here for a one week vacation. I stayed, I kept hopping around from place to place. And I was back here by December. I said, yeah. I'm just not doing it. I yeah. sold my place a few weeks ago. And I, it's hard because you put all that money and energy. And I, I was trying to make home in DC because I'm yeah. a family person. I love to be near my yeah. family. And you know, when you're single and you don't have your own family, your family still is your mom, your dad, right, your sisters sure. and brothers. But I do think my evolution is compromised to be around them yeah. too much. I get and that. now I know why I like college so much because you can go into the world, like you're saying, it's like you can create your own identity. Yes. No one knows who you are. You create your own story. Yeah, you're free to really tap into who you are and figure that out. And when you're around the people that have defined you for a lifetime, my mom always says like, they keep you in the same boxes. You know, you're just, you're in the boxes. Yeah. My mom is so brilliant and they're all she in is. your same boxes. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. you have a really hard time struggling with finding that new evolved identity. And I just yeah. love, like I ended up in San Diego totally on a like whim when I was 21, but it was my, yeah. like, it was my soul calling. Right. And everyone's like, what? You can't just pick place. across the, oh, like, the nation. But then when I was in San Diego, uh-huh. I felt this pull back East five years wow. after being in California and like looked up Charleston, looked at, you know, Googled it. And wow. I was like, that looks like where I'm supposed to be. And people, that's crazy. Yeah. But, but you did the same, you know, it's like, yeah, this yeah, yeah, feels yeah. good. You feel, yeah. It's like, well, in my head though, it makes sense because this is where my family is. This is where my house is. This is, I love what you're yeah. saying. This is and, exactly the battle yeah. I've been going through. Yes. Yes. And like, wow. I just, your world's going to end up blowing up in the best of ways because you went where it feels good. You know, I love wow. that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You're a smart woman. Oh, I actually almost so moved to San Diego too. Oh, it is. It is. There's an some amazing beautiful place. people there. Yes. Yeah. It's they're Such very, a very big on community. They all yeah. do a lot together. There's a lot of, for me, it's about community. Once you're out of education and that was your community, it's like, yeah. is it your job? Well, what if you're an entrepreneur? Then you're in these masterminds or yeah. you, know, you go to conventions. And But the thing is, 
you need a consistent community that's in line with you. Yeah. And in in line for us is like people that are doing crazy stuff like Jesse and people like that. Like that's what we thrive off of. I always say when people think like Southern California is so fake, I'm like, this is it in a nutshell. When I would, and I was so aware of this in my early twenties, living in California, I would go to like a barbecue at somebody's house and I would meet all these people and somebody just climbed a mountain or they went on, you know, a surf trip in Mexico. Like I would just always hear these things that completely inspired me because they were all radically different. I'm from Maryland. So totally get the DC. I'm from Maryland. Yeah. 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 So this is crazy. So like Maryland and South Carolina, and I love where I live, but Uh it's also very much like, Oh, what's your last name? Where did you go to school? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. like, DC, it's the DC area. Yeah. That's it's, it's yeah. not even because it's Maryland. It's because you're in the tri-state area. Right. That's what it's like. And I'm yeah. like, that conversation does nothing for my vision for the future. You know, I want to yeah. hear and be around people that are mm. all doing so radically different things. Mm. So then that becomes kind of your menu of like, oh, that sounds exciting. Survivor, yes. that sounds cool. Yeah. You know, uh, doing that sounds amazing. And that's where your inspiration comes from. And that's, a lot of times how we figure out who we are and where we want to go. You know, mm-hmm. I, I want to talk about your nutrition bars because no joke, heart, like hand to heart. I eat one every single day. If oh. not two, I am obsessed. So we chat about so them for a quick me. second. Cause they yeah, would love to. Yeah. Thank you so much. That means a lot, especially because yeah. you know, what's out there in the world yes. and you have the beach body background and yep. you know, something like Shakeology. I actually love that product. The yeah, vegan it's incredible. chocolate and vanilla, they taste amazing. And, yeah. And it's true know, dehydrated superfoods, very similar yeah, to your bars, you yeah, know, it's it like is. real deal stuff. Yes. And yes. There's so much marketing that can get in the way and so much, you know, whatever out there. I mean, in that the world. bag is 150 bucks. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. uh, it's a hundred fifty bucks the marketing. Goodness. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but people are willing to pay it because it, at the end of the day, when people tell me how much it costs, I said, no, no, no. Yeah. Let me tell you what I'm offering you. Right. Let me, you have to, sh- you cannot tell a price until you explain the value. Yeah. Because if people totally. don't get the value, they're not going to pay the price. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so your um, bars. I love that you love them so much. Okay. Yes. So when I was uh, on my own health and wellness journey here in, in Florida and I was in Miami beach, which is like, it's like the model Mecca. I mean, yes, it's the model Mecca. And it, even if you're not a model, <laughs> everyone looks like a model. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. So totally. anyway, um, like when I had, you know, I lost, let's say when I moved here about 20 pounds when I first wow. moved here in, in those few years. Yeah. And the thing yeah. is, everyone's like, okay, well, when you're tall, by the way, you can get away with a lot, like you know, I'm <laughs> tall and like 20 pounds, like That's you amazing. can kind of like situate yeah. it a little bit, you know? So anyway, <laughs> um, it's not as noticeable. So when I, you know, when I got, like, I didn't have abs my whole life until yeah. I lived in Miami beach. So anyway, so as I helped this girlfriend of mine and everyone said, Oh my God, what did you do to her? So I ended up having a lot of one-on-one health coaching clients. Yeah. And so I wrote a book called lean out now, and it's all about, you know, what you do fr- from morning routine to evening routine <sighs> to a-, a way of eating. And I have all these documents, like what to avoid. And, and I focus on a high pH, uh, low sugar, uh, high fiber approach, uh, keeping carbs down, you know, rebooting your metabolism, your mitochondria, like there's a whole approach to yeah. get you know, all the right hormones up and all the bad ones yes. down, like the hunger hormone, like ghrelin and all that. And anyway, I, I, as I was, deve- as I was, you know, doing my voodoo on these people, I was writing the book. 
Yeah. And it's really an ebook, but I'm working on making it a more, you know, substantial book. So anyway, um, when people want to eat certain foods, like I have a really comprehensive shopping list and it's yeah. by category, like protein, carbs, yeah. you know, fruits and vegetables and so on. Dessert. We all love dessert. Yes. You know, we all, and you know what? It comes from childhood. Like yeah, we all love, and, and there's this, we can name all the products. It's like cookie dough and pancakes and yeah. ice cream and, and what do they all have in common? There's a trifecta of addiction, sugar, su- a sweet, salty mm-hmm. fat. And that's what we want. And that's what will keep us coming back for more. So when my clients are telling me like, well, what do I do with my sweet tooth? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I could say, oh, well, like, cause I'm innovative. And so are you, we can be like, I see your videos Yes, add this and this and then, and then, and there you go. Yeah. And then people are like, they're not, they're not going to think of that. They need right. someone like you to tell them that. Yeah. And oh wait, how do you do that? How much of this? You're like, well, duh, I just put a little of this. Right. No, they don't want it. They need a finished product. So yes. um, I learned in the kitchen, I started making puddings. And as a CPA, I started mm-hmm. studying, how do I get the most protein for the lo- least amount of carbs, for the least amount of sugar, for the yeah. least amount of calories? You know, like I was, so I started studying all the foods, putting things together, p- figuring out ratios. And I made these puddings in my kitchen. I started taking the taking them to the gym, putting them in little glass mason jars and people were trying them. So the flavor you have now, which is green dream was originally yep. called lean and green. And it was a pudding. Um, so I That's was blending amazing. fennel seeds with pea protein, with hemp protein, with wow. almond milk and putting all this together, putting them on ice, taking them on a, in a cooler to the gym. Ugh. And so, uh, there's a few different really cool members at my gym. It's like a very boutique gym called anatomy in Miami beach. So we have a lot of celebrities. Like the other day, Ludacris walked in. Oh my god! I, I, I have a real strong facial recognition. So he like looked at me and I smiled and he smiled and he's cute and he's kind of flirty oh too. Oh my gosh, how cool. And, and I'm like, no one here <laughs> knows what just walked in here, you know? <laughs> so anyway, um, I like one of the uh, members who actually does the spray tanning for like Cardi B, yeah. uh, like the Kardashians, you know, she's wow. the, the go-to person. Yeah. She goes, Nora, just make this a bar. And I was like, okay. You know, like I, like I said, I listened to what the world yes. asks of me. Yes. And so yes. I said, okay. And then she knew someone that had made a bar and he doesn't do it anymore. I asked him who he used, whatever. So now I created this bar and I'm a perfectionist. So it took a while to get all those macros and so yeah. on. But this bar producer, I'm sourcing ingredients they've never had before. Wow. I had put wheatgrass. I sourced monk fruit concentrate, like in the marketplace, oh we're getting adulterated ingredients. We're yes, getting, totally. you know, blah in the raw, but it's actually mm-hmm. dextrose comma, whatever yes. they're selling that it is. Yeah. So anyway, these were created in the, in the kitchen and now they're a bar and they can be drop shipped to your house. And every flavor is vegan, uh, only natural ingredients, no preservatives. I sweeten with monk fruit and stevia. There's no bitter aftertaste from the yeah. stevia because I, I use the monk totally. fruit to seal that aftertaste. Yep. And you feel good. They're yeah. filling. They're like soft. You keep them in the fridge to protect the integrity of them. They're and so damn good. And I mean, what I I know all the yeah. science and the nutrition, right? But like yeah, that's what I happens. also always go on is yeah. this is such a nice like treat, right? I usually have one like mid-afternoon and I'm like, that's it's perfect. That's a perfect time. Me. 
it, it like, it satiates me. It, it, yes. I'm content to three hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two to three hours. And I'm like mm-hmm. every other bar out there on the marketplace, you're going to eat it and it's going to kick your cravings up because it's just yeah. a glorified candy bar, right? Like this, exactly. bar, it's how I feel every yeah. single day. And you know, if you like, they are so good that sometimes I'll have like one later in the day, but yeah. what's not happening is I eat one and then I want another and another and another. If you yeah, want to eat like three or four bars, bars, I could eat yeah. three in a row and not be full. Yeah. That means there's a problem, right? So like it's you're not bar- real food, right? It's not real food. Yeah. See, the body is looking for nutrition and you know this. So if I eat a thing of fries and uh, some bread with some, uh, with a, like a burger in it and your body's like looking for nutrition. Yes. So that bar, I made it so that it's, it is balanced. It has enough healthy fats. It has protein. It has the fiber. It has all those superfoods. It's got a lot of iron in it. Mm -hmm. So your body gets all this nutrition and it's real food. Like I literally, it's not even processed because it's just almond butter, pea protein, all these seeds put yeah. together and that's it. You see every little seed, every chia seed, yeah. every fat, yep. flax seed, yep. Yep. fennel seed. They get stuck in my and teeth I, sometimes. <laughs> I love thing. that because you're like, it's <laughs> real food. It's real food, yes. And it's They're filling. So that, that is a very filling product. Like sometimes I don't eat it because I'm like, well, I'm not going to be hungry for my meal right. that's coming up for dinner yeah. or something. Yeah, they are so good. And I mean, Thank you so I just, much. I can't say enough. I can't say enough. Yeah, so well, the company is called Super Freshies because that's it's super foods. Yeah. They're refreshments. And actually now they're only sold in the refrigerator. So they are super fresh. You yes, know? It's, it's, yes. It just all goes together very I well. I love it. I love and it. And now we have, uh, you're eating green dream. Yeah. We had nutty chocolate for the next flavor. I'm dying okay, yeah, for so it. Nutty chocolate came out last year. We sold out of that also. This year I'm producing also a new flavor, which is cookie dough. Whoa. Uh, I trademark all the names. Yes. And they'll be out in about a month. So I cannot wait. Yeah, cannot sure wait. That's yeah. so fun. And they come home direct, which is really nice too. So yes, you can I drop ship them, them to yeah. your house, but I also, now I'm starting to get into a lot of hotels and like- That's so cool. I'm going into something else, you know, where I want to yeah. be like more mainstream, but I, I like the direct to consumer model because someone like you who has a family with yep. kids and even animals eat them. Like, let's say you're traveling with your dog. Oh, I am not giving them I, to my dogs. <laughs> really? Oh, you don't want to just small pieces. Like a third of a bar yeah. will fill them up. Uh, yeah. So like, let's say you're in between meals and you, are, right. you know you can't give them a real meal. Or you the run out of dog food, is, which happens. Got, yeah, yeah, that happens. So um, there are some superfoods like maca, which actually mm-hmm. is it, like, it, it does, um, uh, it's like an aphrodisiac, yeah, you know? Yeah. So Sometimes, sometimes my dog, I'm like, whoa, what's going on with you? And then I'm like, oh my God, he just, he, that maca, you know, That's to a dog, so it's funny, like right? 20 times more potent to them than it is for us. Yeah. But yeah, I would say don't eat them at night because maca is energizing. Right. And I have noticed if I eat it before bed, I'm like, oh, I'm oh awake. Gosh. Like, yeah. So. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, okay. So superfreshies.com, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So they can go find that. They can mm-hmm. find season, you said 39, right? Of Survivor. Yeah, season 39 of Survivor. Mm-hmm. I'm literally going to start binge watching that tonight. Tonight. Oh my that's God. What, you're gonna that's see, what's happening. You're going to see all the sides of Nora. I think you're going to be very entertained. <laughs> I love they call it. it the Nora show. I mean, literally I was on oh every gosh. preview. Like that's you hear awesome. me screaming, you hear me jump. Like I'm, I'm very, um, full spectrum. You're, I'm, yeah. When I'm happy, I'm happy. When I'm sad, I'm yes. sad. I'm going to feel, I'm going to show it. Yes. And I will say this, there were people out there that 
they think before they speak, before yeah, they take an action. Me. And you realize that's how they are in their life. Like right. they're thinking this is going to go on TV. And it's like, well, look, 1% out of what they film actually shows on TV. Right. But they're still thinking, what if I say this? What if right. that's how people live in their head? Like yeah. they're so afraid to live yeah, and just be how you. they're going to be perceived. They're, they're live, living inside of that. Yeah. Well, and I mean, how cool is it though, for you to just be like, you're going to see all sides of me versus, oh my gosh, who I was presenting on that episode isn't who I am because that's like you said, that's what we're doing in the real world. Unfortunately. You're going to see that. Yeah. And then you can follow me on Instagram. Instagram. Nora knows best. Nora knows best. N-O-U-R-A. You got it. It's unusual. Yeah. N-O-U-R-A knows best. I love that. And where else is there any other offerings that we can kind of chat with them about? So really the focus is, well, I am a CPA. I yeah. do a lot of financial consulting for business owners. Something that I do that's big is I get companies on payroll with ADP. I get you discounted mm. pricing, but I also get you a, a lot of bells and whistles. And I also integrate you. So like you're getting a CPA doing stuff that you don't right. usually get a sales rep. And I have a top and you're sales getting rep. So a really badass fun CPA with a great you. personality. Like, I'll go in there and I'll be like, oh, recommendation, recommendations. Like I'm giving you free knowledge that I don't need right. to get, but I get kickbacks from them. So it's like a win-win. You get better yeah. pricing better product. It's the best product ADP. Uh, All the fortune 500 and 100 companies use them. So I do that. And then um, I've gotten a lot of money to business owners, like in COVID, I know we we we're done with the PPP, but I got millions of dollars of PPP to business owners, but there are still COVID tax credits. So if you're a business owner that paid wages in 2020 or 2021, there are COVID tax credits that I'm getting my clients. I take a cut and that way you only pay me what you get. Right. Um, so I'm doing a lot of that. And then I also do a lot of like, if you're trying to get lending SBA loans mm-hmm. or even business or personal loans, same thing. I take a cut, but I get you funds. Right. So right. my focus is the CPA world. Yeah. I do also do in, in-depth financial consults. Like I'll do a yeah. deep dive of your financials, your tax returns, both business and personal. And so cool. I mean, I create a program called Save Your Financial Ass and it literally mm-hmm. has modules on what kind of entity should you be? What are the tax deductions you yes, could get? Which what every are the business owner needs. Yeah. Yeah. And what and is it for your world? I want them to make sure they're understanding. It's like yes. by hiring, you're saving, right? So it's oh. not like, oh, this is an expense I'm putting out. It's like, no, no, no. That's a good point. By hiring yeah. you, you're actually earning more income probably or saving more money. So, I mean, it's, it's a win-win for sure. It's huge. That's it's awesome. Huge. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah. So my focuses are you could reach out to me on Norno's Best, and I think my you can email me from my Instagram. But yep. the financial work is my always my bread and butter because I'm yeah. in a very big investment stage. To it's research and development to create all those flavors to create yeah. those products, the labels, the production, the yes. wrappers, the brand. You know, oh, everything. Yes. And then lean out now. I think eventually very soon I'm going to roll out like a group approach because the one-on-one is pretty tiring. Yes. Um, for sure. But I will be rolling that out. Awesome. In the future. Yeah. Awesome. Well, gosh, I'm sad. This is over. I know. I'm like, can we talk another hour? I I mean, we could talk for hours. Let's have you back on. Yeah. I would love that. I would love that. We'll go more specific on some of these topics. Yes. Total. Totally. Deep dive into all those specific things. We have some, we have a lot of content, but at the end of the day, it's our mindset behind it, that that is what flips the switch for people. Uh, And I think that is something we could deep, deep dive into. We could totally deep dive into all day long. 
Yeah. yeah. All right. That's that's the next episode. Thank you so much for having thank me. You, Nora. You're a delight. You've been amazing. Oh, and so are you, girlfriend. <laughs> I want to say thank you for what you're doing because think about it. Women like us, we didn't have women like us. Right. We didn't right. have those yeah. cheerleaders, those educators, those yes. resources, yes. the support systems. Yeah. So, you know, you're creating these support systems and tools and just the pure inspiration to wow. women that, you. you know, likewise. We, Thank you. You know, sometimes as women, this is the difference. And I learned that on Survivor. We are doing the hard work and we're not talking about it. Yes. And we won't go for the job that we have 70% of the, the criteria for. And a man with 50% yep. will go and get it. Right. So yeah. we need women like us to inspire women to just go for it and know that go for it you're going to be fine you're going to be fine all the worries you have action can take care of those worries yes and I just love to be connected with someone like like you that's doing that for others likewise well I feel like there's going to be some stuff there's going to be some more stuff where we are leading the charge together so we can chat behind the scenes about all that because I know our wheels are always sure. spinning. But yes. thank you and I'll come so to much. you. I'm yes. happy to come and oh my God. we do well, some sort hello. of event. I want to come at least to Miami film together. Too. Yes. We'd yes, love yes. to have you. Yeah. yeah. Either way, we're going to make it happen. Thank you so much for being Thanks on. for having me. I appreciate it so much. Oh my gosh, what an incredible human. I am so grateful that I got to share Nora with you guys. Can't wait to hear your takeaways. Remember, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, leave us a review if you can, and we will see you guys next week.